All right, attention dog lovers. We got some cool new research out of right here in Canada that says the average dog, how about this, understands 89, 89 words on average. Here's our buddy Cliff the Vet. Dr. Cliff Redford joins us now for more on this here on Global News Radio. Hey there, Cliff. Good afternoon. How are you? Hey, excellent, Jeff. How are you? I'm doing okay. Thanks. Uh, 89 words. Are you surprised to hear that? Um, I can't get my teenagers to listen to 89 words, I say. So, uh, uh, no, I'm not. Uh, dogs are, dogs are a lot smarter than we think. And I actually think the number 89 is, uh, is low. I think the, maybe the problem is the teacher, maybe the dog can learn more. We just don't know how to teach them more. Well, I was going to ask you, is the amount of words your dog knows or understands, Cliff, is that a sign of their intelligence? Yeah, boy, that's a uh, that's going to be a question for the decades. I think that's been going on forever because, you know, they talk about how smart a border collie is. And there's this one border collie named Chaser that knows a thousand words. Um, OK, but, that's getting dangerously close to my vocabulary now. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. I didn't understand any of those words. So, yeah, I think Chaser's smarter than me. He understands verbs like he can understand touch versus pick up versus touch it with your nose or touch it with your paw. It's pretty crazy. But um, the thing is, is we, we uh, uh, anthropomorphize. We, there's a big word for you. We, we create human characteristics onto our pets or we, we put them onto our pets. Just because they can learn X number of words doesn't necessarily indicate intelligence, right? Um, it's just the only way we have a, of sort of determining it. I mean, I used to have greyhounds, and greyhounds are not known for their classic intelligence. Um, I couldn't teach them a lot of tricks. I could teach them enough, but they were the best out of any of the dogs I've ever had for sneaking away and getting into trouble and finding those treats and and breaking into cupboards. So I think uh, the issue is how badly do they want the uh, the reward? Mm-hmm. And is that the way that you uh, teach your dog? You teach a, a dog different words, new words or, or phrases is just by repeating those and rewarding the, the dog with treats? Yeah, it's got to be uh, it's got to be what's called a positive reward versus, say, negative reward or positive punishment. So, you know, you got to have some sort of signal, verbal and often physical as well, because dogs handle sort of sign language or body language and physical cues much better than verbal cues. Um, and you get them to do whatever action you're, you're requiring. And then, of course, you reward it with a treat. And then eventually you take the treats away and start giving them belly rubs or pats on the back. Um, I seem to think that these dogs are actually training us, though. I think they're, they're right. saying, you, you teach me a word and, and then give me a treat. And I've now taught you a trick, human, to give me. To give me <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Who's teaching <laughs> who? Who's training who here, right? Yeah. Actually, that was my next question is, you mentioned that dogs pick up on our physical cues, maybe even the intonation of our uh, voices as much as they do the words. So how do we know that they understand, say, the word walk or they just uh, see, I mean, how many of us have done this? Who wants to go walk? Who wants to go for a walk now, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's right. Um, uh, yeah, you know what? Uh, the thing is, is when we say, you know, hey, you want to go for a walk? We have a certain body posture and maybe we're putting our shoes on or we're grabbing the leash and so the dog may not actually understand the word walk you know if we're sitting on the couch and someone on tv says walk the dog may not all of a sudden run to the door they may be sort of picking up everything all the verbal cues the body language where we are in the house 
And it actually allows us, uh, you know, a bit of a segue. I've had some hearing impaired patients. I've had some deaf dogs and they're able to learn just as many commands. They just do it through body language and, and essentially deaf dog sign language is what they call it. So um, it's communication, just like in people. Communication is more than just the words and what you say. It's your tone of your voice, your body language, maybe some emojis if you're texting. I mean, all that stuff's important. Sure. Yeah. Can those dogs actually read lips as well? Um, probably. I mean, uh, I would imagine they can. Um, but again, obviously they don't know what they're, they don't, they don't just look at the lips, but I think part of it is, is if we, you know, if we're, well, if I'm, you know, if I'm trying to train a hearing impaired dog, um, and, and, you know, one of the things we'll do is we'll touch our, our palm to our mouth as a symbol of good dog. Um, and when you do that, if you actually say good dog, you'll usually have a smile on your face. You'll usually then pet them. So they just sort of, they read your lips, but they also see your body language. So I think it's got to be all put together because they, they just pick up on cues. I mean, they'll even pick up on, on stress hormones and, and whether we're sweating more and even possibly if our heart rate is going faster. So they, they can pick out the, the biggest BSers in the world. Um, so you got to do everything. You got to do uh, body language and verbal and, and, and the works. Joined by Cliff the Vet talking about this new research out of Canada that says the average dog understands 89 words or 89 words on average a dog does. Upwards of uh, 200. And you mentioned one dog there, maybe a thousand words in their vocabulary, yeah. uh, Cliff. And uh, just uh, wondering, uh, how does that compare to uh, other animals uh, and their comprehension, their understanding of uh, words and the English language? Yeah, so, uh, you know, they do a lot of comparisons with dogs and their intelligence to chimpanzees. Um, and they, they estimate that dogs and chimpanzees have about the intelligence of a two-and-a-half-year-old child. But what they're starting to find is the dogs may may not understand as many words, but they actually have much better sort of social cues or social interactions that they understand a lot better than, than these chimpanzee, chimpanzees do. They'll start to pick out, like you can point to a, a good cup versus a bad cup because there's a treat under one or the other. And the dog will understand without you saying anything and you can hide the odor of the treat that pointing at the cup is an indication that you want to go to that cup. And about 80% of the dogs in this study went to the correct cup, whereas the chimpanzees only did 50%. I mean, they were just flipping a coin. Um, so we're starting to think that dogs are much more intelligent than we realize, and certainly more intelligent than, more intelligent than chimpanzees. It's just we have to take away what that classic indication of intelligence is. Um, it's just like a kid, just because they're, they may not be as good at math or science, but if they're much better in social skills or in, in athletics or in music or in art, that's still a form of intelligence. So dogs, we think, uh, I think they're going to surprise us. And as we start to realize there are other forms of intelligence, we're going to realize that dogs are a lot smarter than we think they are. And they're probably understanding a lot more in our lives than we realize. This is just some fascinating, fascinating stuff. Cliff, good to catch up with you, and thank you for bringing us up to speed on this. Much appreciated. Stay safe, and uh, Merry Christmas. All right, you too. Cliff the Vet, Dr. Cliff Redford with us, and we're back after break here on Global News Radio.
Hi, it's Shauna, and I might be a bad parent because my kids think french fries are vegetables. Hey, it's Ryan, and I might be a bad parent because I went out for wings when my wife was in the hospital after giving birth. Johnny here. I might be a bad parent because in my house, the tooth fairy gives pocket change. But we're not alone. Len emailed us and said his six-year-old daughter's Tarzan moment going from love seat to lazy boy by curtains made him more proud than any dance <laughs> recital. And Andy left his two-year-old at the rink. All right, guys, I'm sure we're not alone, like Andy's kid. For stories and confessions like this, make sure you check out our podcast. It's called Bad Parents, and it's available wherever you get your podcasts. I left a glove at the rink.